Hello there. Happy New Year. We're technically 26 days into January as I'm recording this, but I feel like it's still appropriate to say Happy New Year, even though it feels like that was forever ago. (laughs) But it's the first podcast of 2023, so that's what we're doing. So happy to have you here. Welcome back. I know it's been a while since I've posted a podcast, and that's because my own shit was in my way. But you know what? It's a new year. I've been releasing limiting beliefs left and right, kicking them to the curb for good. And so here we are recording. I'm super proud of myself. Um, but so today we're going cray. We're going some, we're doing something wild. The scripts are thrown out the window because you know what? It's a new year. We're going to do a whole new thing with this podcast, you know, and I'm not even 100% sure what that's going to be yet, but I will tell you that we're going to get a new name. We're going to get some new colors. We're going to get some new themes. And basically what I'm going to have this podcast shift into, evolve into, is its next iteration, which is representative of who I'm becoming. And Wake Up Your Warrior was and is something I'm super proud of, the program, the podcasts, and everything, and it will forever live in my heart. Um, But I feel like to continue with that name and continue with that one mission would be limiting because what I am doing now encompasses everything that Wake Up Your Warrior was, is, But now it's even more expanded movement for mental health, movement to shift your energy, movement to regulate your nervous system. We're bringing in so much more about the body on a somatic level, on a nervous system level when it comes to burnout, when it comes to stress, stress from our jobs, stress from our life, little stresses that just add up and compound over time where we don't even realize that we're operating from a survival state of fight, flight, or freeze. We just think it's our personality. We think this is who we are. This is what's normal for me now at this age or with this, you know, at, in this season of my life. But it feels hopeless and it feels, it feels like we are not in the driver's seat. And I just feel like the work that I've been doing personally and professionally over the last year and a half has totally shifted me on a personal level, like on a soul level, where I'm doing things I'm being in my life in ways that I have not been able to access before. And it feels so incredible. It feels so good. The work that I'm doing with my burnout recovery roadmap, which I launched last summer, summer of 2022, is incredible. It's helping so many people all over the world overcome the chronic stress and exhaustion and fatigue and anxiety and depression, all from a place of regulating their nervous system using somatic practices, which are basically moving, moving your body, but not in an exercise format, not in a workout format, but they are exercises, they are practices, and some of them do involve you moving your physical body, and others 
You don't have to move your physical body at all, but the practices are moving the energy in your body that feels like anxiety. You know, the thing, the biggest, I think, revelation for me that made so much click when it comes to this topic of moving your body to boost your mood or shift your energy or shift how you feel is that our emotions, how we're feeling is energy. Like that is a quality, a type of energy that we experience internally. Anxiety has a sensation and feelings to it. Depression has sensations and feelings to it. Um, Happiness, joy, peace, calm, exuberance, invigoration, freedom, like those all have qualities of energy to them that we feel. And when we can really start to become intimate in knowing what those feelings, how we experience them internally, what the sensations are, we can really start to map our nervous system, creating this whole internal map of understanding. What does it feel like in my body, in my experience, when I'm in fight or flight? What does it feel like when I'm in freeze? What does it feel like when I'm in safety? And what does it feel like when I'm in a high vibe flow state? And what triggers me into those states? Or what the opposite of a trigger, if a trigger is something that drains you of your energy or creates um, a feeling of not feeling safe in your body and triggers you into survival state, The opposite of that would be a glimmer, something that helps bring your nervous system into a sense of safety and peace and groundedness. So what glimmers help you connect to your body and connect to what feels good? And and how do you know you feel good in your body? How do you know it doesn't feel, it feels bad in your quote unquote bad in your body? How do you know? And so really looking at this, not from a thoughts or words, but from sensations and feelings um, that we experience, what would be called neuroception, um, is really just blowing my mind, <laughs> blowing my body. It just feels, it's just incredible. It's really changed the way that I've, I've worked. It's totally expanded upon the mission of what Wake Up Your Warrior was in terms of moving your body to improve how you feel and it's taken it to a whole other level. I feel like for a long time I was struggling to come up with answers when people would ask me, okay, I get that, you know, when I do move my body, I do feel better, but when I'm depressed or when I'm burnt out and I can't get out of bed, I can barely get off the couch, I don't feel like doing anything or when I'm in one of those those states where I don't want to help myself feel better. Like I know that I could do stuff, but I don't want to because it just feels so exhausting. That just means that I'm going to have to, you know, do all my responsibilities if I start to feel better. And we don't. We don't do those things. So what is something between, you know, get up, getting up and going for a walk or getting up and doing some weight training or getting up and doing some dancing that's going to shift your state? What's in between that and sitting on the couch? What are the little incremental practices that we can do that can take us a millimeter at a time to start to shift how we're feeling and really guide our nervous system, guide our body 
into a state of safety mode of our parasympathetic relaxation state. And that's where somatic practices enter the picture. So I'm just going to leave it there as a little dot, dot, dot for you for what's to come. Today on the pod, you're just going to listen to me talk about an experience that I had literally yesterday as I was flying home from Florida to New York and the turbulent flight that I was on and how I experienced that and how I dealt with it. And the life metaphor that I came up with in the midst of all of that, that I think fits perfectly into, I think, where a lot of us are and where we want to go and understanding why we can't get there. What is blocking us? What is keeping us stuck? And I'm hoping that this will help open your perspective a little bit and give you some hope and give you some excitement about what's to come here on the pod and also in my work across all the places. So I'm just going to have us jump right in. There's no intro song. There's no intro me except for this because we're going to revamp the whole Wake Up Your Warrior, you know, little intro jingle, if you will, (laughs) um, into something else. So, but I wanted to get this out to you before the end of the month and here we are. So without further ado, take it away, Christine. So yesterday I flew home from Florida to New York and uh, with my mom and we were sitting on that plane for an hour and a half in full-on turbulence. Yeah. And this, for me, I have great flying karma, great flying luck. Like we leave on time, we get in early, I get upgraded often. Thank you, Delta Sky Miles. But it is very rare that I am in more than a few minutes of turbulence, if there is any at all. So the fact that we were in severe turbulence for literally an hour and a half, like flight attendants were told to sit down by the captain and buckle up. They didn't even come around to collect, you know, the garbage or give out another round of drinks or whatever. No. Multiple times they were told, make sure they're sitting down. And the entire flight was yelled at by the captain and the flight crew to sit the F down because the turbulence was so severe and they didn't want anyone to get hurt or hurt anyone else. So I'm sitting there. I can't focus on anything else. I can't watch TV. I can't do work because I am so uncomfortable and terrified of this severe turbulence. So I'm literally tapping the whole time to just relax myself and calm myself down and tell myself it's okay that you feel scared. It's safe, you know, like you are safe inside, like God has you, the universe is supporting you. Whatever happens, we're gonna be okay. If we make it through this or not, like we're gonna be okay. Literally tapping, visually tapping because I don't have the courage yet to tap 
on my face in person, in public. So I'm visually saying this, um, visually saying this to myself, visually imagining myself tapping on my face and, and saying this to myself in my head, which does work. It does work. I still do like to actually physically tap on the points, but it does work to just visualize it. Anyway, doing this the whole time, rounds and rounds and rounds and rounds and rounds. And it's, it's helping tremendously, tremendously. And of course I think of a metaphor because whether it's a blessing or a curse, I think of life metaphors with anything that I'm doing that's a challenge. Riding outside on my bike, seeing a humongous hill in front of me, create a life metaphor. Um, weight training in the gym, overcoming a challenging set, creates a life metaphor. Um, what else have I done? Just running, life metaphor. Driving, life metaphor. Flying in turbulence, life metaphor. Now the other part that I didn't mention is, not once, but twice, we were held in a holding pattern, which means the plane just has to fly in circles until the airport says, okay, you're clear, like start heading towards us. So not once, but two times were we held in a circling plane of death in turbulence in this holding pattern, not able to land. At one point, the pilot came on the announcement and was like, we have 12 minutes left to basically decide if we can um, even land in New York because we don't have enough fuel. If they keep holding us in this cycling holding pattern, we're gonna have to divert to Philly and land and refuel before we can land, you know, land in JFK. So I'm like, Jesus Christ, why is this happening? Why is this happening? This is horrible. This is terrible. This is the worst flight I've ever taken. Get me off. I just want to land. I just want to be in New York. So my mind starts creating this metaphor for our lives and how we want to go somewhere. We want a destination. We want something in our life. And yet, And yet we're trying to throw away a, uh, an old couch and I don't think the garbage men wanted it. They didn't want to take it. So it's been here all week. Great. Um, yeah. So I'm going to park here. So we're in this holding pattern and what's happening is I'm thinking of this metaphor, right? Okay. We're back. And I'm thinking we do this to ourselves all the time. The people that I work with myself, burnout, recovery, or even just with anything that we want to happen in our life, to receive in our life, but we don't receive it. We don't allow ourselves to have it. Like we know that we have a destination. We know what we want. We want to land in New York. And yet we experience or create all this turbulence on our way there. All this struggle, all this resistance, all this fear, all this uh, low self-worth, not feeling we deserve it, not believing in ourselves, um, 
doing patterns and habits that are just keeping us circling in these cycles, in the turbulence, and not letting ourselves land at the airport, at the destination that we wanna be in. And we don't even realize that we're doing it. We don't even realize that we are keeping ourselves stuck going in circles, repeating the same patterns over and over and over again, and not allowing ourselves to land at the destination that we want, not allowing ourselves to receive the thing that we want, the relief in stress, um, the new job, uh, getting a raise, shifting the type of relationship that we wanna be in, um, stopping people pleasing, stopping saying no, or stop being able to say no to people to preserve our own energy, letting all of this energy drain and leak out of us and staying up there in the turbulence, terrified, flying around in circles and not really allowing ourselves to arrive. And I was thinking like, wow, I'm doing this over and over again in certain areas of my life. I'm working through it. I'm aware. But the problem is I don't really know how to land the plane. I know where I want to go. And I know that I'm stuck here in this holding pattern. I know that I'm stuck here in this pattern where I am stuck. I feel low energy. I feel low motivation. I don't know how to make myself land the plane. I know that I want to feel better. I don't want to live in turbulence anymore. God, no, I don't want to live in this, this awful constant turbulent place, but I don't know how to land the plane at the destination that I want to be in. And so I stay up here. I stay up here and yeah. And I try different things, right? I'm not, not trying. I'm not just I try different things. I try, you know, exercising. I try meditation. Maybe I try medication. I try therapy. I try talk therapy. I, you know, do things for my self care. I'm eating well, but, and I'm getting closer and closer to that destination, but it's not taking me into the home run, the home run, run, the home run runway. Sure. That's a thing. It's not letting me land the plane on the runway of where I want to be. And that where I want to be isn't necessarily an experience. It's not necessarily having a material object. It's a feeling. The place I want to be is a feeling. And that feeling for me, that sensation for me is peace. It's fulfillment. It's love. It's safety. It's home. It's, it's, it's where I feel my best. It's where I feel my most giving, my most open, my most connected. That's the place that I want to land the plane. And I feel like there are moments where I, my landing gear like touches the ground, but then we take off again. You know, like I'm not able to fully land and ground the plane there. Yeah, you, you get my drift? Like, do you get my metaphor? I hope so. Leave a comment if you want to need to explain anything <laughs> further. So how do I land this plane? And how do I 
how do we start to feel and bring more of that energy, that quality energy? When I say energy, I mean emotions in, um, emotions are energy in motion. So emotions are the words that we have for the sensations and the feelings that we experience on a somatic or body level and on a mental level as well. Um, and when we feel those things, we are creating a energy within us. So how do I embody that energy more and more and more and more? Because when I do, when I don't let, when I, when I don't let myself get stuck in survival mode of fear or anger or angst or worry or freeze or shutdown or collapse or disassociation or disconnection, but when I allow myself to come into the resonance, into the regulation in my body, in my nervous system, of feeling those energies, then the world changes. Then my perspective of what I'm looking at and what I'm experiencing and how I'm experiencing it changes. And I get new and creative ideas and inspired um, thoughts. And I am inspired to take action on things that I would have never even thought about before. And that is how I land the plane. When I allow myself to stop feeling so terrified in the turbulence of that holding pattern, and instead I help to guide myself to feel those energies that I want to feel when I land the plane, but I allow myself to feel them when I'm up in the air in that holding pattern in turbulence. I allow myself to feel safe. I allow myself to feel love. I allow myself to feel gratitude and connected and loving and open and mindful and in my body and trusting and supported. When I allow myself to feel those ways that I want to feel when I land, but I allow myself to feel them now when the environment is not exactly perfect as I want it to be, as I think it's going to be when I land, then that is the place that unlocks something within me where I am able to be in safety mode, where I'm able to be in that higher vibration flow state where I, where I just said new ideas, creative, inspired things that can come to me that I would have, my mind would have never been able to come up with on its own when it's in that fear survival driven state. And so whether you believe like, you know, you're being guided divinely by some other power that's bigger than yourself and you're able to receive those, those energies through you, whatever that is for you, you know what an inspired idea feels like when you feel it. It is like, it lights you up from the inside out. It is, it makes you tingle, right? So wherever that comes from, you feel that when you feel safe, when you are feeling in that connected safety state of your nervous system, which is the parasympathetic nervous system. You don't get those inspired ideas in fight or flight. You don't because you're not open to it and your mind is, your brain is working in different ways. So you'll never figure out how to land the plane safely from survival mode 
we have to allow ourselves to drop into safety mode and then we will receive inspired, connected, creative ideas about how the hell to land this plane, even if we don't know how to do it, even if we don't know how to do it. And that is how we land the plane. Um, ways that I mentioned that I help myself get into that safety state, even when I feel really, really, really fucking terrified is EFT tapping. And for me, that has consistently worked the best. It's the best tool for me that I have because it involves a somatic component and it involves a cognitive component, which means the somatic component is the physical tapping. It is the tapping on the acupressure points on your face and on your body. And so that right alone is going to send your body into a parasympathetic relaxation state. And when you focus on the uncomfortable energy in your body, the fear, the terror, the anger, the, you know, disconnection, the numbness, whatever it is that, that you feel in the present moment or whatever some, you know, past stress or experience or trauma is manifesting itself in your body in the present moment, because we do that over and over again, we experience things that happened in the past if it's hysterical it's often historical um in that moment of flying in turbulence i was in present moment really scared so that wasn't necessarily a past thing um, but that was my body feeling really scared in the moment but i was i was able to tap myself through it i was able to tap myself and acknowledge that i did feel scared and it was okay to feel scared i was able to tap and help myself comfort myself with compassion, with love, with support. I was able to bring in what my version of feeling a higher power is, which is the universe, which is a version of God that's not tied to any religion, but is just this, this presence, this love, this, this support. And that is in me, that is in me always. And tapping and guiding myself with my words was able to help guide me there and create that feeling of safety in my body where I was able to relax. I was able to tune in. I was able to experience like moments of gratitude and love and thinking about my family and thinking about, you know, this outpouring of, of trying to, you know, expand this feeling from my chest outwards to anyone on the plane who might've been scared as well. Like, that's what I was able to do while tapping, while getting myself into that safety, internal embodied state, no matter what was happening in the external around me. And it was really powerful. I've never done that before in turbulence. Like I said, I don't really have the opportunity to do that very much because I'm rarely in turbulence, like knock on wood or fabric. Um, <laughs> and so it was really powerful. Um, the last time I was, I don't even think I was practicing EFT the last time I was on a plane in turbulence, which was a few years ago. So for me to have that tool to go to and for me to remember to utilize it in a moment where I was fucking terrified was so powerful. I'm so grateful that I have that tool. I'm so grateful that I used it. I'm so grateful that I supported myself in that way. And when I landed, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to be exhausted. I'm going to be so, just from being so stressed out for an hour and a half. But I wasn't. I was able to really 
become and be present and connect to my dad who picked me and my mom up from the airport and hang out with them for a little bit. I ended up sleeping at their house because the weather was terrible in New York. It was downpouring like crazy. And so I figured it's not really the safest night to drive home at 10 p.m. at night in the raining cats and dogs torrential downpours. So I ended up sleeping at their house and waking up and I just got home and I feel great. I don't feel stressed. I don't, I feel like, okay, I'm going to begin my day now. So all this goes to say, if you are interested in what EFT tapping is, if you're interested in trying it, if you're interested in helping, you know, be guided a little bit more on it, it's helpful to do that with a practitioner. Um, let me know in the comments. I'm thinking about starting some sort of group tapping um, workshops or programs or something like that if it's something that you're interested in. And I'm thinking about doing it on like specific topics like EFT for work stress and work burnout, EFT for people pleasing, EFT for financial stress, EFT for being a, you know, a caretaker of someone, EFT tapping to release stress and anxiety, EFT tapping to release limiting beliefs about, you know, what you can and can't do, EFT for procrastination. And we can really make it specific so that we can hone in on those internal sensations that we experience around those same holding patterns that we keep repeating and not letting ourselves land. And we can bring in any past experiences, any past memories that come up for you in your subconscious and you don't even realize it because that's what the subconscious is. It's 95% of what we experience in the day is our subconscious mind. And that means it's not conscious. We don't know it's happening. We don't know that that is what's driving us. So we can bring some attunement to that. We can bring some attention to that and we can help to relieve that part of our subconscious, which is basically like the child version of us that didn't get what it needed in the past. In a moment in the past, the inner child, younger version of us, past version of us, didn't receive what they needed in that situation, in that moment, whether it was, you know, a random moment at school where you could look back on it and think like, that wasn't that big of a deal. But because our um, prime programming for our subconscious is really laid, the foundation is truly laid strongly when we're from just before we're born to age seven, and you can even push it to age, you know, into your teenage years. That's the most impactful imprinting moments of our lives. And so seemingly small little blips could have profound impacts on us as adults. And that's not even getting into deep stress or deep traumatic experiences that may have happened when we were younger. Um, we may not even remember happened, but they are in our subconscious and that subconscious is now walking in our adult life, running the show, letting these fears, letting these limiting beliefs, letting these beliefs about our self-worth and what we're deserving of and what we're allowed to have and what we should or shouldn't have guide our thoughts guide our emotions guide our our behaviors every single day but the amazing thing is when we start to really acknowledge like what do I want how do I want to feel those limiting beliefs come up 
They come up out of the woodwork and we can start to reprogram them in a way that gets down to the root of it, gets down to that core wound or that core memory. And we can truly allow ourselves to heal it, to reprogram it, to rewrite it, to help our younger self feel safe in that moment by doing EFT work and some visualization and some somatic work um, as the foundation of that. And so that we can be free of that in our adult life and land the plane where we want to be. All right, I am going to go because I just got home. I hope this was helpful. Um, if you liked it, please leave a comment. Please leave a five-star review. I'm starting the podcast up again this this year and I'm really excited about it. We're going to, it's going to get a rebrand. It's going to get a rename because I feel like I've evolved. And even though I love the branding and the mission of what Wake Up Your Warrior is and was, I feel expanded. I feel that that name and that focus is limiting me and what I want to talk about in the value that I want to give you um, in the realm of somatic practices, in the realm of nervous system regulation, <clears throat> for burnout, for stress, for limiting beliefs that are keeping us in those holding patterns. So stay tuned for a new name, <clears throat> stay tuned for some new episodes, stay tuned for some great conversations, some interviews, and I'm excited. So thank you so much for listening. And I will see you very, very soon. Bye.